today, as always, I'm joined by my close friends. First up, we have Janine. Hey. And Caroline. What's up? <laughs> What's up, everybody? How are y'all? Pretty good, pretty good. Glad to be here in the studio with y'all. Back at it. We've been trying to make this happen for a minute. So what we're going to do today is instead of talking about a book, because we mentioned, I think maybe last time we mentioned the female persuasion, maybe we were going to read that. We might hold on, hold off on, on that one, but we're going to do a summer reads. We did this last summer, I think about this time, and we talked about books and TV shows and movies that we were looking for, uh, forward to in the summer. So that is what we're going to do today. Are y'all excited? Yes. <laughs> Always excited to talk about books. Um. I think we're also a little tired because we literally just finished school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Is anybody else out there tired? Amen, sister. Jesse Campbell. Brothers. Brothers. Do, you think Do, we, any have boys? Any? Do we have any of those? Do you think boys here? listen to us? Yes. Greg? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you're a boy and you're listening to this right now, like us on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Do something to show that. Do something. Whatever that would I be. I have been doing a very good job with that. I did for the two books. And then the last book we did. What was the last book we did? An American Marriage. That we liked so much. I forgot to put that up. So maybe I'll go back and do I put that. it. You put it on your Facebook. I tell you, we did. We actually do have one boy. My dad. I told you. Right. My dad's been going back and reading all the books and listening to the pods with Claire. So, oh, nice. look at that. hey, Dad. Hey, hey, Claire. What's your dad's name? Jim. Jim. That's what I Amen, Mr. Lavernier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's talk about it. Let's go around, and we're just gonna uh, talk about some things that we are looking forward to. Um, and you guys can check it out, and we'll check back in with you and see what what we actually did. Um, who wants to go first? Caroline, you go first. Holly. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> first of all. I have to admit, I haven't been reading very much. I don't know why. I just haven't. But I have been reading The Last Segregated Hour, which, do you guys know what that is? It's about the Newlands in the South, specifically in in Memphis. So I have been uh, reading that. Um, One of the reasons why I've been reading it is Dalton. Well, I said his name. One of the reasons why I've been reading that is um, somebody that we work with has talked a lot about Martin Luther King and... Um, we celebrate the 50th, 50th anniversary of that, and he mentioned this book quite a bit in some of our discussions about MLK, so I have been checking that out, and we might do something with it at church. I might lead a little something about it at, at church, so I have been reading that recently, and hopefully I'll finish it sometime soon, but yeah. But instead of that, <laughs> why? well, I haven't watching too much TV, and Westworld is on, and neither of y'all watch that, do you? No, it's not intentionally. It's on HBO. Sometimes I walk in the room and there are robot carcasses everywhere. Yeah. So I've been watching Westworld and Killing Eve. Those have been my two shows that I've watched the past month or so. You watched Killing Eve, didn't you, Janine? I watched most of Killing Eve. I fell asleep during the last two episodes, which is super typical of me. Right at, you know, it's all going to come together. And so then I snooze. So I don't know what happened. But, um, you know, I'll go back and watch it sometime. I liked it. I, I I am more confused by it than most people are. By Killing Eve? By Killing Eve, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm, so. I would say that if anybody out there wants to watch either of these shows, Westworld is super confusing to me. Like, I have to listen to two podcasts to really understand what, what the heck I just saw. It's super confusing. 
Westworld is is a, is an interesting thing to me. Greg was watching it the other day, and it's so violent. And yeah. I turned to him and I said, do you think this is a meta-commentary on its viewers? And he was like, absolutely. And I said, well, doesn't that make you feel guilty for watching it? He's like, no. It makes me want to watch it more. And I struggle with that. I struggle with that. I don't know if I watch it because... I would like to be in Westworld. Is not watching. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be that. I don't. I don't want to. I will. It, it was, this is a not fully formed thought in my head. Okay. I, I have thoughts that swirl around the violence and yeah. and um, stuff in these t- television shows that I think paints a picture of who we are and what we're interested in. I think definitely Westworld makes a statement about that because it is, I mean, I don't know what it says about the viewers though, but I think about parts of society because it creates a world where there's no accountability and you can go and basically kill these robots and do other terrible things to them without, I mean, they're not people. And so it creates this world where people can live out some of their darkest fantasies. I wouldn't want to do that though. No, but you want to watch people do it. I don't know, man. But killing Eve—you don't want to watch people do it because you enjoy watching people do it. You want to watch people do it because you understand that it's meta commentary about our society, right? That's that's. I'm not a hundred. Maybe I don't know. I say that, and I have I literally have never heard of the show before. Right at this moment, when they started talking about it, Mm -hmm. um, what channel is it on? HBO. Yeah, they always know. Holly and Janine are always. On the latest, well, a lot of people who interesting like, show, but I'm just not. A lot of people who like Game of Thrones is kind of they have a, a, a following, not exactly like Game of Thrones, but there's a following on the way to here it. today. I thought this time next year when we do I this, know. will we be talking about Game of Thrones yes. getting ready to like explode into our lives again? I hope so. I'm super pumped about that. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one, Killing Eve, I just love the actress in that. Well, both of them, uh, Sandra Oh is in that, and then. Um, Jodie Comer, I think is her name, whoever plays Villanelle, the assassin in there. Their relationship is fascinating in that I would highly suggest Killing Eve. It is a fantastic show about these two women who are hunting each other. Okay. Yeah. People love Um, it. People love it. All right. So there's a couple things and then we'll come back around. I got a couple more I'm looking forward to. That's what I've been doing. Go, Janine. Well, I haven't really been watching anything new. The most recent book I read is called I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter by Erica Sanchez. And um, I thought it was great. I uh, It's young adult, coming of age, um, daughter of immigrants who in Chicago lives in Chicago. And um, her older sister, the book begins, so this is not a spoiler, her older sister is killed. And her sister kind of fit the mold, the expected mold of um, what her family wanted a daughter to be like. And um, the younger sister definitely does not. And so it's an exploration of family and um, it was was great. So I would definitely recommend it. It's a quick read. Okay. You gonna throw it somewhere else now, host? I've answered my question. I'm a little uh, feisty today. I can talk. <laughs> I I'm, mean, gonna, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Caroline, what have you been doing? 
Well, I have not been um, doing a lot of reading or watching TV. I don't know why. Because we've been busy with the end of school, getting ready for summer um, school. I've just been. And grading essays. Mm. But um, I am looking forward to maybe seeing this weekend, maybe (gasps) tomorrow night. I don't know if we'll have time. Depends on baseball. What? Solo. What? Solo. Oh yes, the latest Star Wars um, story. I have heard. I've been intentionally not listening to in- anything about it because I love every Star Wars story, no matter what. I love all those characters. Yeah. I know all those characters. I'm really looking forward to getting the getting his back. You know, backstory. Um, I know that it's maybe not been the most popular one or something like that, but um, I can't wait. I think we're talking about taking Anna Claire to see that pretty soon. Um, I think it's brilliant. It's a brilliant storyline. And um, are you going to go see it in the IMAX? You know, I will go see it with my sister Mm -hmm. and her children and my children. And so we'll go wherever she wants to go. Nice. (laughs) Does she (laughs) listen to this? (laughs) No. Wherever Nikki wants to go. Wherever Nick wants to go, that's where we'll go. Um, No one else really cares that much. Last week I went and saw um, the Avengers. What's that movie? Infinity War. And they, ha- I saw there was like a huge at the Paradiso, like Han Solo display, and then the big I- that's showing at the IMAX there. That's why I asked that. Yep. I have a special affinity for him just because my mother so loved Harrison Ford. Oh yeah, she just was a, is a huge was a huge Harrison Ford fan. So I just especially love him. You know, like, anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. And then um, another book that I was just going to recommend because I've picked it back up and am reading it again for one of the classes that I'll teach oh, this summer. I know what you're going to say. You do. Mm-hmm. What? The Hate You Give. No. What? You're wrong. What is it? Actually, The Hate You Give, yes. But um, for my Harlem Renaissance class that oh. I teach in the summer, um, I am used to do Invisible Man, Ralph uh-huh. Ellison, Invisible Man. Well, I'm taking that book out of the out of that class and I've decided to put in it a little novella called Passing by Nella Larson so often it is printed with um with another novella she only really wrote so she was a Harlem Renaissance writer um she wrote only two little novels Quicksand is the name of one of them and then Passing is the name of the other and they're often published together but I'm just going to do Passing in my class um and I, I studied her in college, and so I, I kind of pulled this book off the shelf, the book I had in, in college, and have read it again and really excited to teach it. Um, so it's just a, um, a short little story about these two friends. Both of them are African-American. One of them is um, a very proud African-American Um, she's married to a white man, but a white man who's super progressive and, you know, knows that she's black and is frustrated by social injustice. In fact, for the course of the story, he's wanting them to move, um, to a different country to, to try to get away from the, the, all the bigotry in the States. And then her, her friend, so her name's Irene and then her friend Claire, who is a light skinned enough that when she leaves home after high school, decides that she's going to pass as white. And so she moves over into white society 
and um, lives as a white woman. She marries a white man who has no idea she's oh, wow. an African-American who is a horrible, terrible bigot, just like really nasty person. And um, they've uh, Claire finds Irene again after all these years, and the story kind of goes from there. Um, so it's this kind of interesting picture of um, the choices um, that some African Americans felt like they had to make in order to have access to things in American society that they wouldn't have otherwise otherwise have access to. Um, and I want I want my students to read the story because I don't think that's not something that's talked about a lot. Yeah. At least I think it's something that they probably haven't been exposed to. The idea of passing and, um, oh, I just got it. Passing. (laughs) Yeah. Why people would, why people would make that choice, what they sacrificed in making that choice. Um, that sounds super fascinating. Janine and I both actually just wrote it, wrote that down. It's an interesting little, little novel with this really weird ending that makes it super controversial. Nella Larson, the author, was um, she wrote these, and then after passing was published, she was accused of plagiarism. And I don't, I don't know a ton right now to talk off the top of my head about exactly what people felt like was plagiarized. Um, and so she quit. Those were that's why those are her only two oh, books, wow. and became a nurse, and ended up spending the rest of her life practicing nursing and quit writing altogether. Um, Anyway, that's an interesting one that I've just been rereading yeah. in my class that I thought I wanted to throw out there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I might look, read that this summer. I'm just added that to my list. We had a student in our TED Talk midterm exam, we had a student do a talk about code switching. Mm-hmm. And um, I might even ask that student if I can, if I can use, yeah. her, use her talk we study the book but i know that that's something that our minority students will understand deeply Mm -hmm. and the non-minority students who are actually the kids who are going to be in this class are mostly non-minority students i think could benefit from trying to understand yeah so what's that going to be not for for harlem renaissance or for your minority voices passing is going to be for harlem renaissance because you've moved invisible man into minority okay that's correct that's why i took invisible man out of harlem okay to Got put it. it in that class. Okay. Good deal. Um, I'll add that to my list. Other other thing on my list is there's a new book out and I follow Reese Witherspoon on Instagram and she has a book club. <laughs> and I've only read a couple of the ones that she has suggested. And the ones she su- suggested have been very good. And the one she introduced the other day is called Something in the Water by Catherine Stedman. And it looked pretty good. And so I might check that out. And Jen, I was telling Janine the other day, um, Jack Reacher, you know, the Lee Child books with the character Jack Reacher in it. One came out in November and I didn't, I missed it somehow. I'm going to go back and take a, take a look at that. Um, you know what movie I'm looking forward to y'all that we should go see together? What? Ocean's eight. Oh yes. I just, you had been talking about it, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen, did you uh, see the trailer for it? I hadn't seen a trailer for it, it until just the other day. A. And oh, um, a a. who's in it? It's um, Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock, right? Uh-huh. I love her so much. And Mindy Kaling's in Mindy it. Mindy Kaling yeah. looks, it, it looks funny. It looks hilarious. We need to go see that, y'all. I think it comes out June 8th. But I'm super, super, super excited about about that. Um, what else, y'all? There's one other thing I wanted to say. Um. Well, what do you think? Yeah, you you talk, Janine. Yeah. So, 
some other things that are on my list to read this summer. I need to um, finish Silver Sparrow, which is another T.R.E. Jones who wrote An American Marriage, which we talked about last time. Um, I, I picked up her earlier novel, Silver Sparrow, right away and um, put it down to read some other things. And so I'm going to pick it back up because I have to have it read for book club by next week. <laughs> I, and I, I kind of prefer to read them a little more, a little, you know, close to the time of book yeah. club. So it's a little fresh, but, um, Lincoln and the Bardo has been one that I've been ignoring for a is long that the, time. That's a fiction book, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is it a son? So it's the, it's the story of the night Lincoln's son dies yeah. and it's, full of like a lot of sadness and sitting in a crypt talking to ghosts which is so not my thing like this it does um but i mean that type that kind of supernatural stuff is not typically what i read but i was convinced by a book rep who came to our local bookstore novel um and there were two local book, uh, two book reps from publishers who came and suggested several books, and um, they both of them spoke very highly of Lincoln and the Bardo. And pe- several people in the audience were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Really? Yeah. And so, because um, when you read the description of it, and I read it, I'm like, oh, "This sounds like something I don't want to read." I know, <laughs> but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Did they talk about Exit West? That is also on my list to read this summer. They didn't. That's mm-hmm. a book that has come up like literally the past year from four or five different people. Exit West. Have you guys heard of that book? I have. Yeah, I think Josie Campbell actually mentioned it to us. Maybe. And I think yeah. Catherine Bush did. And I keep seeing it on list from last year. I might have read it. It's about immigration. Um, so I feel like I need to. I don't know. I need to check it out. I don't think I've read it. Um, yeah, so I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to check that one out. So on NPR, um, just the other day, I heard an interview. At least I think it was on NPR. I heard an interview with Pamela Druckerman. She's that author who wrote, She lives. In, she's American, but she lives in France. And she wrote that parenting book, like Bringing Up Baby and French Children Don't Throw Fits or something. Do y'all remember hearing about that? It's mm-hmm. been years ago now. Bebe? I think. How do you spell that? B-E-B-E. Okay. Like, like, is that French for baby? I think it might be French for baby. Baby. I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, anyway, the um, she's got a new book out, um, and it's called. Um, oh, I just had it, and then I lost it. It's called "There Are No Grown Ups: A Midlife Coming of Age Story," and she read from it. And then they were interviewing her about it. And um, I was thinking that that's something I might just pick up to put on my bedside table. It sounds like, you know, she when she was reading from it, she was reading about how, you know, when you're, you, um, you know, you wait and you wait and you wait to become a grown-up. And then when you're of age to be a grown-up, you don't feel like a grown-up and you start thinking, um, you know maybe there aren't any grown-ups and then you know and then sometimes I feel that way you know what I mean and yeah and then she's like and um the part that she read is just about how like in your 40s um at some point it just happens at least for her I guess it happened that she all of a sudden one day felt like a grown-up like Hmm. felt like she became a grown-up and decided that um you know she liked it and um, she talks I guess a lot about 
still about the way the French handle middle age and the way the French, I guess they do everything better than, than Americans, <laughs> I, Whatever. I think. And so uh, just about how they, um, they don't do as much trying to stay young, but rather embracing being their best selves in whatever age they mm-hmm. are. I don't know. It sounds a little, little hoaxy, but I'm kind of interested in. Do you guys feel like adults? In reading it. Do you remember a moment where you were like, ah, I'm an adult. Not, there might have been a moment, but it f- was fleeting. Yeah, I can't. I remember some moments, but I don't want to talk about them. Because <laughs> it's usually not like a, no, it's, it's not, not like a happy thing that happens when you feel that way. It's like the other day usually not a good thing. The pool people called and told me how much we were having to get our pool picks. I was like, dead gummit. Yeah. Adulting. It's the same pool. That's the same pool problem that broke your rear oh end God, too, right? So there's that. Literally, it broke my butt, y'all. <laughs> my tailbone. Um, I, you know what I really want to do? And I haven't, Caroline, maybe you know something of this. You know how we like the Harlan Co- Co- Coben? Is that his name? Yep. Those books. Two, I, do, I do enjoy his Two books. summers ago, I really got into the, um, uh, what's his name? My, my, Mylan? What's his name? That character, Milo, Mylan, something weird. Mm-hmm. There was like 12 books mm-hmm. in that. What, Marlon? No. I don't know what his name is. Um, and I read all of them super fast, and I loved it. I kind of want to find something like that again, y'all. Like some type of, of, you know, like fast murder mystery series. Did you ever read those Women's Murder Club Yeah, I read books. those. Mm-hmm. I did. They're terrible. I've just recently been going back and reading those my sister loves those so she'll hands them to me yeah and they are terrible but they're not they're nice mindless formulaic um reads um i saw that his 17th was out the 17th of the whatever myron bolitar yes myron thank you yes i was was trying to google it (laughs) myron i knew it was something weird um, but I'm trying to find something like that. But also, remember I texted you guys the other night. Harlan Coben's been doing Netflix series, mm-hmm. and one was called Safe, and I finished it, and it was really good. And then there's another one called The Five that I started yesterday. Y'all, maybe I do have time to read if I have enough time to watch TV. If I have enough time to read, but my brain just doesn't want to do that right now. Um, but I would like a couple of mindless things to read this summer. So, did you say you watched some of the, his Netflix things? Mm-hmm. And were they good? Mm-hmm. They actually, they they watch just like his books. You know, how his books are like kind of hokey, but that a lot of twists, and you don't see the end coming. It was really good. One was called Safe. That's the one that I watched, and it was weird. Did you guys watch Dexter? No. Did you no. watch that? God. The main the guy who plays Dexter is in it, and so that's the only thing I've seen mm-hmm. him in has been Dexter as a serial killer, and he's like this loving dad in this series, and it's weird seeing him be like that when he was. On Dexter, he was, like, he killed people. Hmm. He was on um, Six Feet Under, too. Was he? I liked that, yeah. Um, anything else, y'all? What else? A bid farewell to the Americans um, this week. That It was a great series. It was just, I just really enjoyed it. It was, um, I like when, I like when a series knows when it's time to end, and yeah. it does that instead of dragging out, so, so I don't, I'm not sad in that way, but... Um, I will miss the characters yeah. and the story. I need to watch that. I think I watched one season. I don't know why I, I stopped watching it. You know what I have been watching sometimes when I just have, don't have anything else to watch? Maybe I need to stop watching TV, y'all. West Wing. 
Mm. Did y'all watch that when you were younger? No. I never watched Oh, my God. It's so good. Makes me think of a better time. Oh. (laughs) Let's not do that. (laughs) But it is good. I do. I do enjoy it. I think part of it, I just like politics, and I teach a political class, and I really like being able to understand what's happening and watching it in action, well, in a fictional setting. That's why I like that movie, The American President, or whatever. Yeah. Anime. I love that movie. That and is it, good. It feels exactly like what's really happening. No, it doesn't. It does not. No. All right, y'all. What else? Caroline, tell us. What? Um, well, I'm reading a book right now. It's called. It was given to me by um, a coworker, and um, it's called Educated by Tara Westover, and I am really enjoying it. It's very different. I don't usually read memoirs. I don't generally enjoy those. Though this is kind of maybe convincing me that I've been being snobby or something and missing out because it's so good. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's about this. It's, um, she grew up in, Tara grew up in Utah. Um, she was the, is the child of, um, really super devout conservative Mormon family who, um, and I don't know how much of like their Mormonness is real. I mean, is real Mormonness or not. I don't, I'm not educated enough to to comment on that but she is um the youngest of a lot of kids and her parents are you know off the grid survivalist end of days and um long story short she manages to get out get away from her family and get into BYU at which point she realizes the extent of which or to which she lacks an education she knows nothing about the world, nothing at all. She she thought, like for example, she thought Europe was a country. Oh, I mean, she didn't, and and she'd never heard of the Holocaust. Oh. Just those are just like two examples of it. Yeah. I and mean, she literally had no education other than her mother was a midwife and she helped her mom mix herbs and stuff. She helped her dad scrap metal in their junkyard, and that I mean, she just knew nothing about anything. So she ends up. I mean, I'm about. I don't know, three quarters of the way through the book. And she just, as she's learning all of this stuff, she's growing more frustrated and more frustrated with her parents for having kept the world from her. But at the same time, she is, she wants their love and approval, cares what they think and, um, and feels guilty for everything that she does that goes against what they would have her do. Even at the same time as she can't help herself, she's going to go do it. Yeah. Um, wrestling with that is fascinating. Huh. It helps me understand things about other people I know who um, come from, you know, it's just so different from my experience. Um, understanding that um, a certain kind of upbringing um, can really just trap you. You know, and it's just so different from my own experience. I find it fascinating. Interesting. We should we should talk about that one. <laughs> hey, you want to do that for our next book? We should. Are we odd contacting? Eye contact. <laughs> yes. 
So with that being said, that will be our next book. I know we had mentioned the female. Am I saying that right? The female? The female persuasion. Persuasion. Um, We might do that one in July, but I think we're going to go with Educated Next by Tara Westover, you said, right? That is correct. All right. So, yeah. So go get that book. Get it read right quick. Real quick. And the next pod will be about that as soon as I got to finish the book so I can pass it along. I'm going to do that ASAP. Okay. All right, y'all. Anything else that you can think of that you've been, you've seen, that you're looking forward to over the summer? Besides sleeping in? Yeah, just like a break. (laughs) Poor Jake. She's had to be at work. At least we've, you know. Yep. Haven't. Well. Well, but you've still been both of you've still been working even though you haven't had to. Is so. this your is it, do you are you working next week or? Yeah, I officially work one more week. One more week. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Well, we'll come up here and boogie every day. <laughs> <laughs> did you say bug you? Yeah, I did. Well, you said boogie. Bug. Boogie, <laughs> we'll bug. Boogie. We'll boogie in order to bug you. Okay. Holly scared me so badly yesterday <laughs> that I screamed and froze in my and in she, my office, like she snuck up on you and yeah. scared I you. Oh, look through the crack in the door. You know, my door's open. There's a crack between the door frame and the door, and I was gonna scream, but I didn't. Instead, I went, <laughs> and she looked and couldn't see where my eyes. She couldn't see where it was coming from. <laughs> I said a preview of what to look forward to next year, because now my classroom is going to be right next near to Janine's new office. Which is why she's going to come up and work in my classroom all the time. <laughs> that I mean, is exactly why. I opened my mouth to scream and that is what came out. I don't know. I'm going to feel what I'm that gonna, is. I'm going to be jealous, but that's okay. Dude, I you can, can handle it because I'm an adult. You can come down to my lab anytime. Okay. Okay. In fact, you'll have to, to get in and out of the building. True. <laughs> you thought you were getting like getting moved out of the way, but you guys are going to be right in the main path. Mm-hmm. That'll be fine. Well, no one cares yeah, about is... what we're talking about right now. No, they don't. So you need to cut this out. All right. No, I'm going to leave all this in. Oh. Yeah. All right. People like to listen to mindless chatter. <laughs> okay. With that being said, um, y'all take a look. All these TV shows, movies, books, educated by Tara Westover. Hope you guys have a great summer.